everybody. Welcome to episode 49 of Bruisers, Breakdowns, and Beards. Today is Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. I am your host, Michael Reed. Joined by the hair metal heartthrob, Dallas Cade. <gasps> How's it going, sir? It's going, but yeah, we... the keen-eared keen, keen listeners yes. will notice we skipped the legendary I'm Kevin. Yeah, we're... Uh, Kevin has got a, a medical, well, he's got a, a medical, not emergency, I guess. He's, medical he's got issue in the fan. Mes- medical issue in the fan, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so he's missing this week's episode, but uh, he was gracious enough to hit the record button like 12 hours ago. So he's just that's got true. a bunch of in- entry, empty noise. <laughs> he's just like, whenever you guys are ready to record, go for it and just let me know. So. But don't uh, worry, guys. This is not the 12th take that we've tried to open the show. You're see, we're, we're, we are a exactly. one-and-done team here exactly. on 3B. So, uh, yeah, so we certainly – everybody's going to be okay. Just kind of send some good vibes Kev's way. I know we could use it. Um, so we'll hopefully oh, – sure. everything Our should be fine. and P's are with Kev. Yeah. Kevin the fam. Um, and, man, he <laughs> – if I didn't know him any better, I'd say he was just being lazy because we've got a lot to go over this week. <laughs> and he was just like fucking him out. But that's not the case. So he uh he picked we do have a lot. We do have a lot. A lot to a go lot over. Happened. And a lot of stuff we're not even gonna cover. It's just probably it's, not. No, it's really been a crazy 48 to 72 hours in, in the world of, of professional wrestling, just and yeah. and independent yeah. wrestling it's all over the place. It's been yeah. nuts. I mean, this past I, week, yeah, like really. from 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 last Sunday to today has been pretty, you know, whirlwindish. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, and that's so we're gonna take uh, as much, or we're gonna cover as much as we can for for the local stuff. But obviously, and there's obviously one huge piece of news we have to cover. Um, but uh, if you were if you were tuning in hoping for a, a SummerSlam news. recap, I'm I'm gonna have to disappoint decade. you uh, right now and let you know that uh, we will be talking about certain portions of SummerSlam, but we are not gonna cover that whole no. uh, shit show. I didn't <laughs> that watch is, that whole show, so you're, I'm, I oh man, I told myself beforehand I was gonna hate watch it, and then I did, and I so you gotta I mean, set yourself up for that one. I did set myself up. I was I was. <laughs> I prepared myself to be hurt and I was still uh, gut wrenched by the end of it. So had your bulletproof vest on and still got stabbed in the back. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But before we get to all that stuff, we we will do some um, uh, good housekeeping and recap uh, planet comic-con this weekend that happened here locally in Kansas city. Good housekeeping. (laughs) Well, part of it, part of getting the, the media credentials we get is that we have to give coverage of the event and then we're going to have to share mm-hmm. said coverage with the Planet Comic Con media team. So I figure if I do that, like at the beginning of the episode, because mm. they're not going to want to listen to the whole thing. Like, right. You're doing business. You're doing yeah, good business. I'm doing doing right by them by putting it at the front of the show. Oh, yeah. um, and you're doing right is, by us to put it at the front of the show. <laughs> right. And it's only fair. They 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 took great care of us. So, um, yeah, Planet Comic Con was this weekend at, at Bartle Hall. Um I took in Friday and Saturday, uh, missed out on Sunday, but man, I walked and stood so much on Saturday that my, my calves are just, they're just Yoked. like, Oh man, it's but painful. It's so <laughs> painful. Walking around my house today has just been the worst. <laughs> it's like every bit I could just not 
you know, I could get, get off your my steps feet. in, man. Great. I did. I did you get got my your steps, steps in. Um, but uh, I didn't, I should have played some more Pokemon Go while I was there, and I didn't. Ooh, I, I'm kicking myself. Yeah. For that. Because I will tell you what, the cell signal at Bartle Hall was fantastic. Like, oh. I had no problems making texting people, making a couple calls and whatnot. Is that typically it, an issue? At it is typically cons? an issue. Well, when you have so many people hitting so many, yeah. you know, um, cell towers and extenders and stuff like right. that, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's not to say, I mean, it was, there was, attendance was really good. Like it wasn't overwhelming. Um, but I think also that's part of, I, I really want to compliment Planet Comic Con's layout. They do the, the wide aisles and stuff like that. I've been to some cons yeah. where it's a nightmare kind of getting in between booths and stuff. And Planet Comic Con's, it's just, it's awesome. They have it set up really well. Um, I was excited. I, have, I had a friend of mine uh, from high school, Aaron Reese. He had his own booth. Uh, was uh, He just recently started his his own comic, and he had some uh, art pieces that he was selling there. So uh, had to had to buy some of his artwork, bought his uh, first run of his comic, and and that was cool. exciting. So I uh, had a couple other people. Uh, we did we did stop in and talk to uh, uh, Rob Schamberger. Uh, he and his lovely wife, Katie, were oh, there. I'm, I, oh, I'm so mad that I <laughs> missed that. You'll get to, to you'll, Robert. You'll get to see him this weekend at Journey Pro. I know. I, and, and I got to, like, for sure just be like, it's Rob Schamberger. And I got to, like, <laughs> be like, dude, because, you know, for all I know, I've seen him a bunch of times and didn't know it because I don't I, I just. And I really hope that we haven't officially met because if we did and I forgot, I I'm an I don't even bigger so. asshole. To, to be fair, uh, he's he's such a kind of a high profile artist that like he meets people all the time. Right. So he probably won't remember like because we had him on the show and, and every time sick we meet burn. him, he's, and I don't I don't say that negatively. No, I, I know, say that it, as it like, sounds he, like he meets burn, people bro. all the time. So it's once I kind of reintroduce who we are, then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember you guys. Kind oh, of yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're <laughs> that guy. Um, and then of course his wife being there and she's awesome. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be seeing them at journey pro this weekend. So that's exciting too. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, journey pros this weekend. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to cover that too. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, I mean, we just had a great time. Obviously we were there to cover the wrestlers. Uh, so it was, it was, it was a funny story. Uh, Christian cage, as you remember last week on rampage, uh, beat Kenny Omega for the impact, uh, world title. Yeah, uh, he he immediately retired the TNA title uh, this week when he was mm-hmm. on there. But Impact had a, a show on Friday and he had to defend said title. So he had to bow out of uh, Planet Comic Con. He, he chose to bow out completely, which I thought was weird because he had a show on Friday, but maybe he had something else over the weekend uh, because that what also ties. Show? I don't know where Impact tapes. Okay, because then that might have been why is because that plane t- that that trip to you know wherever they were taping that's then true back it's like ugh. well no I mean because um, both Britt Baker and Leva Bates bowed out of Friday as well mm-hmm. um, obviously because they were at at Rampage right. in Chicago yes uh, for very important reasons which we'll get into here in a second uh, so you know I figured. With with Christian having his match on Friday, maybe he would be there for Saturday and Sunday, but he he just he ended up canceling. Uh, but that's okay, you know he's the champ. That's going to happen. He had other obligations. 
He so, is the champ. Yeah. So we we missed out on Christian Cage, which was unfortunate. How wild is that? Right. Christian I know, Cage I was, is the Impact I was, World Champ, and it's 2021. Right. I was really excited after he won the belt. I was like, oh, shit, I hope he brings the belt. You know. Uh, <laughs> but no, it didn't end up coming at all. So, uh, But but Britt Baker and Leva Bates still did come. Uh, Britt got there early. Well, she got there. It was about 11, 11.30 or so she arrived. So she was supposed to be there like by 11, but she was flying in from Chicago that morning. And I guess her plane got in late because right. there were some storms in Chicago the night before. So uh, since she, I knew her line was going to be kind of rough, uh, I went there first thing. So like literally we got in early because we were pressed. So we got to kind of get a look at the floor and uh, that was a chance for me to go talk to my friend for a little bit. And I immediately went to Britt Baker's line and posted up there. And so I was there for was maybe two hours before she arrived. It's about an hour and a half. Oh, or wow. two before she, yeah. But I was at the front of the line, which was nice. So mm-hmm. once she got there, like it was just bing, bang, boom. So uh, Kevin, and I got our, our picture with her. We talked with her for a second. Uh, I, you know, I brought up how uh, we were at StarCast and all in. And I actually got to ask her a question during the away in uh, originally back then and uh so she was like oh yeah it's, it's a full circle moment this is awesome so i uh, had a lovely time with her she's a lot taller than i thought she was yeah dude tv's weird yeah it's it's really it messes with your perspective i right. mean i knew she was kind of tall but she's mm-hmm. tall like oh yeah it, it was like there's there's people you know where you see them and then maybe they don't look as big as they do on tv yeah or they're a lot bigger than they look on TV and you're just like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's they're how just, it was yeah, like, it's especially like, I feel like it's the most case. If you've got somebody who's like not the biggest dude, but they have like an incredibly uh, built physique, you, you know, like take say maybe like an Apollo cruise or something. Yeah. Um, and then like tall people. Yeah. People that are tall. That's just like, you see them on TV and it's like, yeah, they're, you know, they're good sized people and whatever. And then you see them in person and it's like, Oh, Oh, I, oh, that you're tall. <laughs> like, that's how I that's how I feel about football players. Like you'll you'll watch them on TV. Like like Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like the most like ripped individual when you watch him. I don't know, man. Sunday he throws that TD and he's got the <laughs> he got guns. But that's what I'm bro. saying. Like you see him like without his pads on, or he's just in like casual gear, um, or like just seeing NFL players in person and they look like they're chiseled out of granite. They're, huge. they're just like fucking ripped. Mm-hmm. And yeah it's just they're 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 built different yeah so, uh but yeah it was it was really awesome to meet her she had her AEW wins title with her it's a really gorgeous belt up close um oh, very old that's another thing kevin and i thought it was like a really small looking belt but when you see it up close i mean it, it's it's pretty nice like it's a oh, really yeah. good looking belt so um yeah it was just it was an awesome time uh getting to talk with her for a couple of minutes they unfortunately these things don't really allow for good interview opportunities unless their line is not busy. But when you're, you know, the AEW women's champion, uh, you know, your line's busy. Yeah. Uh, We did. We did get to talk (laughs) a little bit about rampage. She, she talked about how punk took them out to dinner and getting to have dinner with him was, was a treat. Cool. Yeah. So that was, it was just getting to like getting that firsthand report of what had just happened the night before was fucking wild. Yeah, like that was that was a really cool part. Uh, Leva Bates ended up showing up a lot later, and it's it funny. Basically, we got I got out of 
Britt Baker's line, went and sat down. Oops, sorry. Went and sat down for a few minutes. The dogs are hyped. Um, and, uh, you know, got out of Britt Baker's line, went and sat down for a second, and then immediately hopped in Leva Bates's line because she had tweeted. She's like, hey, I'm on my way to Planet Comic Con. Um, what I didn't realize is she was on her way and being immediately ushered to go run and host a panel, like a My Hero uh, Academia panel. Hmm. So I was basically bent right back there in her line for like two hours. <laughs> well, but again, right at the front of the line. So that was nice. Yeah. So I spent most of my Saturday in the, like in a relatively <laughs> yeah. same place. Poor Kev. Kev, you know, um, was just such a trooper about it. And, and he's like, oh, I'm here with you, man. Ride or die. And, and, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like be that's fair, what I feel like that's what Kev says when he's trying to be like nice about I know stuff. I owe him so much I mean he did get we did get to walk the floor a little bit and he he had a friend uh who uh his friend's girlfriend had a booth so we went and checked out her booth and and talked to them for a little while dude we we did a little bit of looking over like the floor cool before people are the only ones that are allowed to have booths at you know kind of right I, like how do you know somebody that gets a booth I think KCPN could do it so next cool. year Oh yeah, um, we we get some banners oh, and sure. stuff up. I just am not the. I get antsy if I'm behind a booth for too long. Like I'm like I have to go walking around. I have to move. Oh okay, I got so, you. Uh, I I tried that back in the old eight bit geek days, and I was terrible behind the booth. I had to, I couldn't do it. So oh dude, <laughs> you guys got nothing to worry about. Put me behind a booth, and was, I'm living. I would say you behind a table. You should be able to just put some merch out. And you're good to go. Dude, um, for real. I'll just be there. <laughs> heels up. Michael. Or why did I say Michael? I addressed oh, you yeah. when I was trying to address your dog. Your dog's <laughs> name was, is now Michael Jr. My, Michael Jr. The That's awesome. No, that was Willow. <laughs> Willow wanted everybody to know what she's up to. She went on something. Um, but yeah, we, we had a good time. Um, Again, it was just really cool getting to talk with with Britt and and Leva. I talked with her a little bit about getting to see her at MPX wrestling in Dallas, you know, several times, and she got real excited and and uh, that's kind of like her home away from home. And um, yeah, it was just it was a great time. The, the con was fantastic. I I can't compliment them enough. Like everybody we interacted with was super friendly as far as the staff and the media team. And uh, nice. yeah, it was it was great. Like I'm cool. I'm excited for when they they come back. Um, I I hope that it gets some higher profile. Obviously, cons in in a the middle of a pandemic are kind of weird. Yeah, um, and also, that's the other. I I want to compliment the most of the crowd was masked. I swear, like ninety eight percent of everybody was masked up there. I did not. It was hard to pick out faces, and even those that weren't were probably more than likely vaccinated at this yeah. point. Look, so, I, yeah. I mean, I th- I think I feel like that that kind of nerd anime audiences, <laughs> kind of the people you would expect to be vaccinated, masked, right? Uh, pretty comfortably. So, like, it was it was felt really it felt safe, safe. it felt yeah. clean, it felt organized. Um, don't you love when places feel clean right events they feel clean yeah. like i feel like most people don't really consider that 
until it's like obvious how clean a place is and you're just like oh my gosh this is I, so I nice mean, man we and still it, we still reminisce about those cans of hall bathrooms you I know? Know, right? <laughs> never <laughs> again never before and never again those bathrooms, bathrooms. yeah yep, they'll, <laughs> they'll never be beat man now there's a bunch of pc pro gamers they had a booth there and i I didn't go and check it out i should have oh the place that bought the place that took over kansas hall yeah they had a booth yeah they had a booth there interesting esports they were recruiting Ooh, like you won't get paid to shoot you know shoot stuff with your finger i don't don't know michael you shoot an you shoot a regular gun with your finger too man yeah i know but i mean you also click your mouse with your finger Esports, <laughs> dang kids and their esports. Uh, no, but I mean, yeah. So we we had a fantastic time there, and uh, their computer uh, games. I would I would I would ask Planet Comic Con to book more wrestlers. Let's get let's get some more some more wrestlers there. I think it's uh, harder. I think it's harder for places like Kansas City because we're technically a small market. Um, like, well, I know, but but like I've said I've said this before. I feel like if if I were like AEW, this is not. You know, WWE does decent here, I think, but it's not like a WWE town like certain places (laughs) can be, you know, like AEW could take over and this could be like AEW territory easily enough. So I feel like if they and and they did to their to their credit, they when all the WWE wrestlers uh, or legends canceled out of the show, AEW stepped in. So I just think if you could do like an entire row of having like members of the elite or or whatever. Sorry, I keep hopping up. My I know your dogs are, they're just into it's, it's Kev. Kev is the calming <laughs> presence for them, even virtually. Uh, yeah, man. I met, uh, do you remember Anarchy's Blizzard Gate show? It was a uh, gateway to anarchy. It was in January, I think two years ago now, where there was a huge blizzard coming day of. So a bunch of people ended up just like not coming to the show, but they still put it on for the people on the stream and uh, those that were going to still attend. So uh, there was just a whole bunch of audibles that had to get called like Campbell ref in a white tee with, you know, blue masking tape instead of black stripes. (laughs) And uh, one of the, I feel one of the big matches on that card was Kingston versus orange Cassidy. I think when Orange Cassidy was still the uh, independent wrestling champion, the IWTV champion or whatever. But, uh, yeah, he was a cool dude. And they put on a good match. Lizard Gate. <laughs> I told that entire story as if you were here and listening. I, I appreciate that. Those that didn't see well, it. We'll have, we'll uh, have edit. We'll have Kevin go edit manage the dogs. Make it sound like, yeah, sorry about that. No, like you're said, fine, dude. Kevin, Kevin's. I'll fill dead air. Just, just <laughs> you leave me on dead air, man. I, I will just ramble. I will monologue. I will rant. I'll, I I'll have a conversation you. with myself. I, I, I get to. awkward silences. Freak me out a little bit. I'm oh, like, dude. Hey. I don't. I don't even. You know, to me, I don't know. Awkward silences. Uh, they don't occur very often. But uh, I feel like a. I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't feel capable of leaving an awkward silence. Good. <laughs> Especially I'm if it's... I'm like, if I'm on air and I know the red lights on, I'm like, got to do something. Uh, <laughs> I think I've been programmed to do that from my many different avenues of entertainment training. It's it's good to have. I I can <laughs> always improve. 
Let's put it that <laughs> dude, way. Hey, I, me too, I man. Room for improvement. <laughs> me too, dude. So don't we all? <laughs> so you know what else has room for improvement? What? Not Planet Comic Con. It was all thumbs no. up. I'm, Planet I'm Comic Con really doesn't. So Planet Comic Con does not need room for improvement. But SummerSlam so, sure as shit did. Oh God, SummerSlam. No, we have to talk about even better. I. You know what? Okay, I will. We'll, since you brought it up, we will. We will get it out of the you way. Just knock it out. Yeah, we'll just, just get it out, out of the way so we can. Um, um, we have nothing God. but the good stuff left. So, I mean, if you watch SummerSlam, it was just kind of, it was mediocre, kind of from the start. It just. I can't even remember what the first couple matches were. I was say, you keep bringing up the start as if it started with something. It just, was I was just, watching. Uh, it was like, okay. It was like, eh, you know, right. when's, when's the show no, I feel like good? there was, there might've been some fun. Like I, I would assume. I didn't that, see the pre-show. Uh, I know okay. Biggie, was, Biggie got his money in the bank briefcase back from Baron Corbin. Right. Which, which is why the fuck that was a match. I know, but like. Baron Corbin just took it. Like he, he had no claim to it. It's not like the 24 seven. No, title. but like it, you just never know with them <laughs> where they would have, what ridiculous lengths they would have taken that to um, where they could have run with it. Right. So it, it, like, God, I feel like that's the one thing that everyone's holding out hope for is when Biggie cashes in and it's like, thank God, you I, know, we want everybody. I mean, he's, everybody he's wants talking. it. So that means they're very likely to, ruin it exactly so, exactly gotta gotta wait gotta look and out every, for it. everybody wanted him to cash in on goldberg and that god that didn't but hey, happen that didn't that sure didn't so happen. i think i don't know the whole story i don't i don't even think as of we're recording this we have the whole story but basically news was coming out during the day i saw sean ross sap tweet about that sasha banks was not cleared to wrestle yeah. wasn't so, there news about that being a possibility like throughout the week I don't, not that I had I, seen, I feel like but I, I remember seeing attention. stuff either, either previously that week or maybe even the week before I saw people, I saw something about how that match was still up in the air. Like it might not happen or it was going to happen on SmackDown instead of SummerSlam yeah. or something like, like just that, you know, that that match might not happen on, at SummerSlam and it had something to do with Sasha Banks may or may not be able to show up. And so, uh, yeah, we never got details about that. Yeah. We, and we still really don't, other than that she wasn't cleared like we don't have any more information than that and it definitely wasn't intended because they definitely promoted that match as oh, Sasha boy, did they promote Bianca match. right like so here here's where I, I want to take this opportunity to credit St. Louis Anarchy who their Steel Town beatdown card was eviscerated because AEW was in nearby Chicago uh, for Rampage and they also did dark and dark elevation tapings before rampage a lot of people in, so yeah. there were a lot of people that came, i mean the, the it wasn't they didn't all go to aew but by the by the final tally was like 11 people off right. of the card yeah were just gone mm-hmm. and and credit to matt jackson and the st louis anarchy crew who really last minute reassembled that card and yeah. still had a banger of a show um but also i think one of the things that makes journey pro and st louis anarchy so great is their their level of transparency with their audience to say, hey, here's what's happening. Here's why it happened. Here's what we're trying to do to fix it or what we're in Matt Jackson's case, like what he was not going to do, which was pay a bunch of high price talent mm-hmm. uh, to come in like he he it was next man up, next yep. person up. Um, so uh, that that upfront transparency, you gain trust with your audience when you do that. So WWE 
decides to take the complete opposite approach and ran the opening like video promo that they do for all these the, the, these matches and then had the ring announcer announce that Sasha Banks was not going to be wrestling in this match. Like they the the announcers were talking like okay, she well, was about to come out. Okay, well that makes me feel like there's they they have a plan then. That makes me feel like it, there's a little bit of business going on. It felt very thrown together. I I mean I'm sure they waited till the last well, I'm I don't sure know. it probably was, but if I still if, feel like they like I don't know. I that, I think it was me, a bad move because the crowd the the audience there in the building was expecting Sasha to come out. Right. And not only did she not, but they just then announced it like right, right exactly. in that moment. It's not like they said anything on the pre-show or tweeted anything. Right. Or it, yeah, none of that. Yeah, there was no social. I mean, I think Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out like 15 minutes or so before the match, like Sasha's not cleared. Um, hmm. But I mean, he did it. And WWE didn't do anything. Right. Um, it was just the, the members of the press that were there covering it were made aware of it shortly before yeah so i don't don't know man so here's the chain of yeah i I don't know we could all be getting worked but that's how wwe is that's and that's exactly the frustrating part of their fuck-ups is they can retcon it after the fact by oh no we just worked everybody like no you (laughs) fucked up right and and you're being called out and yeah because i and that's the only thing that i think like well maybe this maybe it maybe feels this too is haphazard them. to be put together. It's exactly. Like maybe this is them trying to make the best of a bad situation. Sure. Where they, Which they kind I'm of curious. found themselves in a position where it's like, okay, fuck. We can't like we we were hoping to have Sasha at SummerSlam. We gave it till the very last minute and yeah. realized, okay, can't do I it. Just, so I now think... we have to call an audible and where are we going to go with this? And like, I, I wish uh, they had taken the anarchy approach and just been up front and announced it rather well, than trying gonna, to weave they it They weren't going to announce Becky Lynch's return. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm you saying. Know? I'm just saying they they had the audience anticipating Sasha. This is true. And then they're like, okay, so in her place is Carmella. So, again, and and you can, you can see that you can feel the crowd kind of getting like, whatever. You know, no disrespect to Carmella, but I think Sasha Bianca was this right when you advertise Sasha Bianca the WrestleMania rematch, and then like when the match is about to start, promo package and everything, you say, "Oh, by the way, Sasha's not here." Yeah, like and then that's and also she and Carmella had wrestled a lot, I guess, in recently leading up to yeah this. So now, obviously, that was to allow for the surprise return of Becky Lynch. Mm which got the crowd, which the crowd rebounded. The crowd goes nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which, which I think was part of the plan. That's Maybe not I imagine the way was, it went down. Right. But like Becky I, was I, gonna come I figured back. Becky was, rich. yeah, they had t-shirts made and they were selling t-shirts after the yeah. show and everything. So the, yes, there was probably a, a plan. They just had to, maybe she was going to come up after the match, which is what I would have expected. Exactly. So they called an audible. So, so Becky comes out tosses Carmel out of the ring and 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 says she wants a, a shot right um she now for just just for for clarity purposes she had to give up the raw women's championship when she went out for uh her pregnancy and right she and having a baby one she relinquished the raw title 
So she doesn't technically have a claim to the SmackDown title, but whatever. That's not the point. I just I, I feel did, like that was brought up. Even in a kayfabe sense, I feel like if Becky Lynch comes back out of nowhere and is like, you know what? I feel like wrestling you for the title. You're not going to say no. Sure. that's And that's fair, too. So in the moment, Becky says, hey, I want to I, I want to shot. How about we wrestle? And Bianca takes a long time to decide, OK, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. And so it, so in kayfabe, you know, Bianca was caught off guard and didn't prepare but it wasn't a surprise either. But literally, so the crowd's getting hyped. Like, these two have never wrestled before. This is right. one of those things that, that Bianca has said on numerous occasions. She would love to wrestle Becky Lynch. Um, Becky Lynch, I sw- has it been like a year and a half? I feel like it's, she's been gone. She missed uh, 2020 been, entirely. It's been right? a little over a year. It was late. Cause, it wasn't, cause wasn't she came, late she 2019? Left, she left right after Money in the Bank because that was – she handed the title to Oscar because Oscar won Money in the Bank. But that was Money in the Bank 2019, right? No, that was because tw- it was in the it was it was she was in the Thunderdome post COVID. Yeah, no, it was pre Thunderdome post COVID. Does that make sense? So like April of last year. No, it was it I, well, maybe because like Money I in the Bank was out. immediately after WrestleMania, so maybe uh, it might have been May, but. I, I like that's I feel like that's the timeline, but yeah, it's been over a year. I don't know about 18 months, but definitely over a year. Sir, it was yeah, well, you know, which is yeah, the baby was due in December, so she just had that last year. Okay, so all right, all right, all right. So it was mid mid 2020. So you're right, March March April May time. Okay, okay. I thought it'd been longer than that. So yes, well March April May is <laughs> it's not really mid, but. Like early you know, mid first quarter. Yeah. First quarter. I, think, I guess it was after mania. It, it was definitely after mania. Okay. Because she, she, a lot of, that. a lot of shit has happened since then. Cause that so was my, the, my that was frame. the mania with no crowd. Um, Oh yeah. Shana. Gross. yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. now I'm jogging. Your so yes, that's fair. All right. Now. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you got to turn back. So mm-hmm. yeah. So this is the first time in a year that we've, we've seen Becky um she looked really in shape and had she's obviously that crossfit is is uh you know there's that extra chiseled look that they crossfitters have and yeah his missus right so here we get this we're we're excited we're gonna get this match right it's gonna Mm -hmm. be a great SummerSlam match between becky lynch and bianca belair right Mm. fucking wrong we get bianca's they try to do the handshake. Becky does the cheap strike um, and then gives her, I guess she does the rock bottom now, basically. She calls it the manhandle slam uh, or something, but like it, it looks like a rock bottom. It is. Basically, it is. that's her finisher. And, uh, and that's it. That's the one, two, three. Um, man, that was a fucking punk move. Yeah, nobody, nobody does or should like that. I... WWE as will write themselves out of this hole, and hopefully it, Bianca will still look. Maybe I I really want to believe that they are still invested in Bianca, but that's such a such a punk move to make a a champ that you're trying to build up this young up and coming champ to just have her squashed in like five seconds like that. Right. I'm not mad that she lost to Becky Lynch. If they'd have put on a a, a clinic. 
Yeah, you, you know, can easily have that match happen, yeah. and Bianca doesn't look bad for losing to one right. of the best women that you've ever yes. had in a last second. Oh shit! I guess I'm wrestling you now. Like yeah. that. That is not on her. If anything, she looks better for being able to compete as long as she exactly. would have exactly had, had a match. Yeah, and don't I, get me wrong. Like I get it. Don't bury finishes, and I get it jumping them out the gate like you know catching them off guard whatever you still don't need to do it in five seconds yeah like you can have it i just and they, you know, they always it always seems to be like the internet darlings the ones that that, that the smarks really um love <laughs> that that seems to happen to remember daniel bryan getting punked out by sheamus in seven seconds right. that was 12 you know? Trust me, that number's burned in the internet (laughs) and my brain. 12. God, Um, anyway. Like, I don't think it has so much to do with, like... I I think there are certain people who are more protected than others. reached broader than that, I think. Sure. Like, because... I don't know. It just felt like, yeah. Like, everybody... Like, new fans, uh, regular fans, hardcore fans, uh, people who were just getting into it, anybody. They all looked at Bianca Belair and were like, yeah, she's going to be like, you know, she's I mean, next she up. And, she she's and Sasha were, were at the SBs. Right. Exactly. Um, like everybody you know, was like, that we're into this. Okay. This yeah. is happening. She's going to be one of the new faces and we're all cool with it because she's got the goods. She can walk the walk. And f- yeah, that does not equal walking the walk. <laughs> no, I'm, I, it, that's that's just, I don't and I don't, I don't care what I don't want to say is. lazy, but it's just not the right choice. No, it's not. And I mean, if if we're being honest about this, you know, they're like black wrestling fans were just like pissed, understandably yeah. pissed. Um, yeah. You know, and being, d- you know, d- us being two white guys. I don't want to. Yeah, and I know we're not. The greatest to, I don't want to try to talk it. out of my depth I just, too much. But sure. yes, that is a thing that I did see a lot of. Where and people not, immediately drew up the Kofi comparisons. Right. And it's not just, and I, I also want to be clear, like it wasn't just fans. I mean, there were wrestlers that were in even, I mean, there were rest, there were a lot of indie wrestlers who were like, that's fucked up. That's wrong. There were um, a lot of people who used to work at WWE or still yes, do that were Nikki like, Bella was on yeah. the red carpet after SummerSlam and was that. not happy about it. Oof. Like, and and we'll get, we'll talk about, you know, kind of trust in, in a, a brand here in a minute. Cause it's going to come up with our big story. Um, but I mean, yeah, like that's, that's a bad fucking look all around. And I'm sure there, there are people out there who are saying, you know, just wait and see what they do. Like, but the optics right now are bad. Like, yes, they can maybe fix it, but I, I think it's, it's kind of disrespectful to Bianca and all the work that yes. she's put in yes. to squash her like that. Um, yes. I think it's bad squashing a champ. I just, it is, hundred percent. I don't, I don't like, care. Your if champ should never. They lose did it like to Kofi. That. Like Kofi exactly. had that really amazing run. Like you, you immediately like. There's a the there's a difference. There's a difference between trying to put people on another level. Like obviously Brock is on another level. Sure. Like, but how how lesser does your entire roster look if the best guy on that roster? loses in five seconds exactly like it just doesn't it 
like yes it makes brock look like he's on another level but everybody already knows that brock is on another exactly level. like there's a different way to like this this isn't uh, when brock beat the undertaker and that exactly. that put like, him up in that, that and that's something that a whole lot of people especially wrestling fans on the internet get twisted like losing in and of itself does not make somebody look bad there are so many times where you know wrestling is at its best when the loser looks better than they've ever looked mm-hmm. and they still lost and it didn't matter that they lost. They still looked the best they'd ever looked up to that point. Yeah. And it happens like, you know, I won't say frequently, but it's happened many a time. And when it does, dude, like WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin, who yeah. lost that match? Who's the bigger superstar out of the two? Exactly. I'm not bashing Bret Hart, but no, but that, that was what Bret did. Bret made everybody look like a million bucks. Exactly. So I mean, it's, that's Stone why Cold I, came out of that losing and looking like a million bucks. Yeah. And he was the biggest and, star in the history of the business. Yeah. And I mean, he and he and Bret ended up having, you know, or Bret and Austin ended up having a feud, you know, that I, I was one of my favorites at the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's, Mm-hmm. That would and that that the whole you know Canada versus U.S. all that shit was good. <laughs> it was the double good turn, shit, yeah. So I mean, like in this instance, if I, I think what Becky did was kind of heelish a little bit with with getting if that's the route they want to go. Like I don't know. Like they've we'll see their their fifty fifty booking has been so weird. Especially they, the they, other the other women's them, title match was them oh and heel God. women. Ooh, dude, them and heel women. Ugh. like they, just, <laughs> they don't they, i don't they, they it's have almost really like they don't time. have women writing their women's roles you, you would think huh? exactly they just like don't they, they need their, some more women's writers their, back there they don't give their women heels very much depth no and like all. even charlotte like it yeah. uh, i don't know man so it it just man it, it's it like i said it, it had been this kind of mediocre from the start and then you know I the RK Bro thing doesn't doesn't, doesn't do it for all. you. Doesn't do it for me. I mean, no disrespect to Riddle or, or Randy Orton. I just I think their segments are hilarious. Yeah, Riddle is so funny. Riddle, Riddle is funny, and, and like and I, you know, I think pe- they think the 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 the, the off screen shit is the off screen shit. But when he's on screen, he's so funny. I'm just the speaking <laughs> out stuff against Riddle kind of soured me on him at this point. Right. So I'm just like, eh, it's not great, but whatever. It, like that. That is what it is. Um, but yeah, RK Bro just is not, I, I don't have an interest in that. So, like, yeah, the show started kind of weak. And then to have that be kind of like the, the, the first half ender was just, right. and to, to go, and, and I the, feel the like fucking, yeah. the fucking timing of that to a crown jewel commercial. <laughs> Wait, to back where to the, back. The, back to back. I'm sorry. Are you directly, kidding me? Directly from, dude. Just Bianca Belair, like in tears, to we're going back to a place, and I'm literally it says like going back to a place, like they can't even say fucking Saudi Arabia in the in the uh, fucking. Did they trailer. say going back to a place? They I, did I, not I will, say Saudi Arabia. Going going back to a place is what like the words that were on the yeah. There's no mention of Saudi Arabia. They they're not or even the, the Middle Arabia. East. Mm-mm. Wow. 
There was uh, see that to me says we know this is fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. but we're doing it anyway. Yeah, it was. It was like, like, don't get me wrong. If 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 it's because they like if they want out of the contract that they signed and they just can't get out of it or 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 it won't work for them, then that's one thing. But I think that's where they're at at this point. They're just they're taking the money and I would hope for their sake that's where they're at because if there's any way like. Obviously, contracts are contracts. You know, if there's no way out of it, then so be it. But like, at least make that, you know, I, I mean, the, at least make that perceptible that you want out because it's a bad look. Yeah, <laughs> especially right now, like right, right this second. Right. Like, <laughs> dude, you cannot put that at a worst possible spot in the history of all time. You cannot put that back in a worse spot. So it dude. uh. Yeah, it was that, and then they showed off the first commercial for WWE 2K22 and then announced that's not coming out until March of 2022, so. Dude, God, I feel like the only worst time to say, by the way, we're going back to Saudi Arabia without saying the word Saudi Arabia, because we know what's going to happen if we do. The only possible moment in time I can think that 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 might be a worse place to put that is like right after 9-11. Like possibly, but yeah, oh, the oh. late 80s, early 90s, the uh, Iran oh, contra yeah. stuff was, well, you know, yeah. I mean that's that's would have probably they were been doing, the worst time. They were, yeah. yeah. But they weren't gonna do that back then in the first no, place. Exactly. So exactly. it's like, you know, it's just it's I mean God. the money outweighs the PR hit at this point, and they've obviously done for them uh, the, re- the research to show that it doesn't hurt them that much. Whew. So, yeah, um, I mean, by the end of the night, you know, Edge and Seth Rollins was a pretty decent match. Um, I think you're Cena, underselling Cena it, Roman Mr. was do I? I think hey, you're under- underselling it. I, I haven't seen that match yet. I missed, that's the one I missed that chunks of the match. For sure. I missed chunks of the match. But I mean, okay. so for some me, folks, that was probably match of the night. To me, Seth versus Edge has my mouth watering especially <laughs> when you when you sprinkle a little brood entrance on that match. yeah i think it's that was like, the best ooh, part of the brood ooh, entrance ooh, yes. so um obviously to- we i i'm not we're not going to talk about the women's triple threat match that charlotte won um for her 12th title i mean you talk about people getting buried like nikki ash is probably oh did she get buried do you and she was she actually looked good in the match. She was very opportunistic against two okay. larger opponents. Um, so she which got is perfect her shit for in, that character, so. which is perfect for that character. Like, uh, it's just the problem is WWE doesn't know how to book a storyline for the women unless they're going after the belt. So if you're not going after the belt, what the fuck are they gonna do with her? Uh, other than put her in the background of like comedy segments. So um, we're not gonna talk more about that. Uh Brock Lesnar coming back. <laughs> didn't didn't move the needle for me it's like okay I, I will say this i am very excited for the story between roman and brock because of paul of Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah. that is the only only reason, reason. Yeah. yeah and once that's done it should not last longer than wrestlemania if brock is going to win he needs to lose again at wrestlemania um yeah, if they spoil his welcome here, then I just babyface Brock is so especially babyface Brock without Paul Heyman. Dude, it's so easy. It's so easy. Man. You just have him show up, 
with, you know, somebody may, maybe somebody uh, out of, you know, is going over their head and running their mouth. Brock Lesnar's like, all right, I've had enough of this shit. Walks out. No nonsense. Maybe, maybe toys with them for about a minute and then just obliterates them yeah. because everybody loves watching 14 German suplexes and an F5 or two. Everybody. Yeah. Be- and, you know, it like as long as they do it right, it'll work. I like I know for a fact that this can work and it can work very well if they do it right. If they don't, people are going to hate it <laughs> and they're going to hate it passionately. So so SummerSlam, I would not recommend trying to go back and watch it. Just watch the highlights on on Twitter, or YouTube or whatever. It was right. it was a pretty mediocre card. And I, I think that was a shitty middle of dealing with the, the kind of the fallout from Bianca Belair. And they had a couple decent matches after that. Uh, there was a really stupid segment with the Miz and John Morrison uh, with, you know, Xavier Woods and some really awesome uh, Scott Hall inspired. Oh yeah. Gear. That, was, that was sick. But I mean, the, the water gun thing was fucking stupid. Like I don't, I, it was such a weird spot for it. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure what the reason I was. I feel like, I feel like maybe the reason they did the Becky thing the way they did is because they wanted the biggest reaction because they had something else to compete with. They did. They um, did. But yeah, is, I don't know if that was the way to go. I think they I feel like we looked the weakest out of this. We weekend. talked a, a lot more about SummerSlam than I thought we were going to. So, uh, but I'm good. We got the, we got the shit out of the way to talk about the awesome about, stuff. We got nothing but great stuff coming now. I know it's, it's, good. it's the best. So, so yeah, AEW rampage happened on Friday night. Uh, we had a lot of local talent that wrestled on dark and elevation. I saw that GPA and Matt Fitchett had tag teamed, which is oh, they did a wild. tag team match. Yeah, oh, um, <laughs> where the hell was Vega? I don't know who they wrestled. I don't know where. Well, Vega was in uh, anarchy. I know Vega ended up wrestling Wyatt, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, but yeah, if you're but, gonna put Fitchett in a tag team match. Why? Yeah. Why not have the besties? I don't know. I don't. I yeah. maybe it's because they didn't want him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to watch Dark the and Elevation. Are the the best unsigned tag team in the country. They really are easily. He's. I mean, I I love them so much. They're really um, good. As I I am hereby representing them right now. Hey, yeah, yeah. You're wearing their shirt. You know whose <laughs> shirt I'm wearing. Who are you wearing? Uh. I, my CM Punk shirt is somewhere in storage, Looking and I couldn't, I couldn't squeeze, see? <laughs> I couldn't squeeze into that shirt if I tried. Dude. But I'm happy to get a new one. Oh, uh, I know, right? That one looks so good. Yeah, I did. I did try to hop on Pro Wrestling Tees when they everybody crashed the website. By the way, guys, uh, if for some, weird. if somehow you don't know, CM Punk is back. Boy, CM Punk is back. He was Boy, fascinating. He's back. We, we talked about it last week. I was like, how are they going to do it? Are they going to try and drag it out to the end of Rampage or what? Nope. They just went right into it. Yep. Um, the crowd, man, that pop. They were that, crying. The, the, look into that. That pop beat the edge return pop at the Rumble. I think so. Easily. Um, it was one of the loudest in Chicago, pops man. Yeah. Punk in Chicago is something else. A no-brainer. Um, but they they hit his music. It was funny if you if you haven't watched hit the whole thing, there there are a couple of YouTube videos you can find where they do the entire entrance and then the entire in ring segments. Like it's like fifteen minutes if you find those all together. 
Yeah, for okay, both the yeah. entrance and the in-ring. Um, <laughs> I know. Because boy, did he take his time. <laughs> he did take his time, but which is credit good. to them. They let him. They let it ride. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. But it, it's cool that like the red lights come up, the you start seeing best in the world on on the screen, and the crowds. You know, the, the crowd had been chanting CM Punk up to that point, but you you could tell there's there's still the sliver of a chance they could have been fucking with us yeah. this whole time, and like MJF would have walked out or something like Kevin speculated last. But as I don't soon think as his, they would have done that, no, they didn't. I, they weren't going to. Uh, but as soon as his name popped up, like the the noise got. It like went up another level, dude. And uh, I felt the building shake yeah. through my phone. Yeah, like that's how loud that pop was. Yeah, and it stayed that loud for minutes. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just it was awesome. It really was as as uh, Michael Cole likes to say, it was a moment. It, it oh, really yeah. was really neat, and you could tell he was just. We'll get we'll get to Punk's reactions and and his kind of emotional state. Well, obviously he was taken aback. Yeah, how can you not be when he dove into the crowd? Yeah, uh, for Pete's sakes, and uh, yeah, it was just he was was hugging people, and he was like he he looked not only happy to be back, but appreciative of how emphatically happy everyone is to have him back. Yeah, and. Like, especially as somebody who is kind of known for their potential to be a grouch um, in yeah. lock in locker rooms and stuff, I seeing mean, him, seeing him like that, it just and so like it lets you know he really is like just taken aback and blown away by this uh, welcome and this reception, right? And you can which, tell which he had to know he was gonna get. But I don't think he could have he didn't, possibly he, guessed yeah. that it was going to be like that, right? And I mean, he his speech was like this really impassioned speech, and he talked about how you know, like he wasn't sure what he was going to say. He just had to, he kind of had to feel it. So, yep. like, I, I I totally get that. Um, There's man, no other way he would have done it, right? Yeah. I mean, you, I'm I'm you have to if if you haven't if you haven't watched it, if you have somehow. to watch it. I, yeah, I don't know how at this point. I watched it multiple times now, and I had to watch a little bit of it again to get the the line that I wanted. Uh, so I'll, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to watch it again uh, <laughs> with my really like fancy headphones in, so I could actually hear it a lot better rather than my phone. Don't speaker. blow your ears out. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm Be ready. careful. Um, but there was there was a very important line early on in the speech, and I want to read it verbatim um, because I I, th- I think it's it's really it's important and it's it's it says a lot in a couple of sentences and and he said uh possibly for me the most important thing i'm going to say right now and this is for everybody at home this is for everybody who bought a ticket this is for everybody in the back if at all through my journey any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down let me just say i understand if you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. There's a lot there. I mean, um, obviously he's absolutely right. Like he was, he was, so I, somebody 
on Twitter shared a picture of like his last day, his last appearance in WWE mm-hmm. and then his first appearance in AEW. And holy shit, he looks like a meth addict, you know, at in, I mean, he was like, yes, he was sick. He, he had that staph right. infection and yeah, he was unhappy and was miserable. And, and he was banged up as all shit. Yeah. He had I mean, like he, four different injuries that were kind of like not perfectly healed at that time. Right. And some of them were just, they lasted forever. Um, but he was just in yeah. such bad shape at that like, point. He obviously seven years gone by. He does, you know, obviously he's going to look a little older. He's a little more salt than he is pepper nowadays in yeah. the beard. Um, but like he's lean he too. Ha- he looks healthier. He looks happy and healthy. Like he does look a little older, but I, he looks healthier. Yeah, I do yeah. think, and I mean, I I do think some of that that reputation that he has probably is in part because he was he had a lot to go through on his journey. And yeah. not, I mean, I just the the guy that was talking in the ring, and sure, some of it was performative, but I do feel like he's in a better place mentally. Um, oh, without a doubt, and. You know, obviously, wrestling fans kind of the, the the bad part kind of got to him, even after he left WWE for a little bit. And I, I think that was for oh, him yeah. to be in front of that hometown crowd uh, and to get all the love and support. I think like that's you were getting the best parts of Punk, and you were getting the best parts of what he loves about wrestling. I think in that moment, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. I, it was it was also really awesome that his the very his very first words were to put over Britt Baker, right. Um, you know, I, I I did bring that up when we talked to her. And that was she, funny. She was she just kind of brushed it off. She's like, "Yeah, it was great." Um, right. Like, what do you but, say to that? You know. Right. I know. It's you know, but I just I was like, "This is fucking cool." You just he they put you over right off the bat. Um, you know the 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 fact that, man, like I said, there's just so much to. I it was such a cool experience, and to see that live and in that moment, and to see wrestling Twitter, just losing their minds at at uh him being back of the fan the shot of the fan that was crying and and everybody that's like like one or two people took a shot at that guy and the rest of them everybody just pounced oh yeah no i've seen a couple anybody that anybody that says anything about that like Trying That's to the poke reaction. fun at it. I was, or dude, I was choked cool. up in my Fuck living room. You, dude. Yeah. If you're one of those guys that's trying to be too cool, as and I am an unabashed CM Punk fucking mark. Okay. CM Punk will always get my number one spot over anybody. I don't care how good they are, how popular they were, how hot they were. I don't care. For me personally, Punk is a fucking number one. So and like you know, obviously I wasn't sitting there fucking crying in my living room. Like, Oh my God, he's back. But he was there and he, that's his hometown guy. And he's in that moment and he's just feeling it, man. And that is raw unfiltered. It is, you know, it's letting all the guard down. All the barriers are down. Doesn't care about how fucking vulnerable he might look to some dumbass bitch on the internet. He's in that moment. And he's feeling every emotion of that moment and, and the intensity that comes with him. So if you're too cool for shit like good, that, then fuck you. And that's what good wrestling is. Like that's it when it's is. the best when it, I, when it's good, God, the emotion looks like that. Exactly. To quote the King of the wasteland, Christian Rose, who's a fucking badass. When it's good, it's so fucking good. 
Yeah. Like that's what it looks like when it's good. And that, I, I mean, I want to calm down a little bit. No, it's I good. Got, like, I, got, I kind of, I kind of got a little soapboxy there. I'll admit. That's fair. No, it's but, understandable. Like, but I, I like that goes over people in the business, people out of the business, people who hate wrestling. I don't care. If you're going to bash somebody or try to make fun of them or say something to their expense when they're enjoying what they enjoy that much, then you've got no fucking joy in your life. I feel sorry for you. Yeah. But that dude- and a lot of a lot of the things that he said, I think, in terms of what you were saying about his quote regarding what he loved and what he didn't love about pro wrestling, especially at the time he got out. Um, I think a little of that speaks a little of that can be attributed to the quote he said about leaving in 2005 and coming back into 2021. Yeah. Like, I feel like he kind of needed to perceive it that like, that's how he needs to see it and think about it because of how terrible of a time, uh, some of most of that gap was between the last 16 years and I don't blame him, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like when you almost, when you literally almost die for a place and it ends the way it ended, like there's a lot to process. There's a lot to go through right. and, and, you know, you got to go through all the stages of that, however long they might take. And, uh, and then you got to enjoy being free of those shackles, at least for a little while. Uh, if you're going to, you know, jump back into it in any way, shape or form, even if it is at a different place. Um, there's just so much to commend in, I think, about like all that he did before, all that he's done since, and the fact that he decided for himself to come back. Like we don't have the right to be anything but grateful and appreciative of that. Exactly. Yeah. And to also to accept it because there's nothing we can do about it for one, but it's not like he was some scrub. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not like he wasn't one of the best in the world. Ha ha pun intended. Uh, he was, he could have been the next stone cold. And I know that that's a dumb thing to say, but what I mean is, and I don't mean because they were similar, because obviously everybody compares punk to Stone Cold because a lot of their personality and their on-screen personas resemble each other to a certain yeah. degree. Yeah, well, in some of the, um, the kind of and cultural anti-establishment impact that they vibe. had a little bit. The yeah. And the cultural impact, exactly. Yeah. They both had an emphatic cultural impact. And nobody, not even Cena, made the cultural impact that punk did when punk got hot when punk was on top nobody that, not even cena did it better than punk could and did more like i've heard people be like oh but what how much did he do for the business and how good was he really and how good can he be now and what shut the fuck up he was the he he could have done better for them as a business and as talent and as a, a personality in and out of wrestling, he could have done more for them than Stone Cold. You know, and I I'll, truly believe that. Well, and I'll say this: like, you know, we 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 always joke about Zack Ryder and and how WWE doesn't allow talent to be organically uh, to get themselves over. 
Yeah. Like punk punk is actually probably one of the biggest examples of that because he's the poster boy that, for organically that, getting that himself title over. run winning that belt at money in the bank in 2011. Like if they don't let that run all summer, if they, if, if they don't let him take that belt, because I mean, obviously he showed up at, at, um, Oh, what, what Chicago comic con was, it was a wizard, wizard con or I don't wizard, know. Wizard con. Yeah. Wizard I world. Know, I think it was something wizard like world. that. Yeah. You know, for him to show up during the WWE panel and, and, you know, mouth off at Triple H while he's holding the WWE title. Like, if they'd have done more shit like that, right? Like having him just show, like, Dude. no joke, if they'd let him, that, that's, that's that forbidden door shit that AEW is doing right now. Right. Where Kenny Omega can just show up anywhere and, uh, you know, take on your champ or whatever. Like, if, if, if WWE had done that shit with Punk, I mean, the sky's no the telling. Limit. There's and no instead telling. They, they just created another belt and had him come back. Like, what was it? Four, six oh, weeks later. A week. Not even. It was a three it was weeks. Like, maybe it was like two or three. Yeah, it was two or three weeks. There's a nearsightedness for from WWE's creativity that's just always bugged me, and that's a prime example of it. Like they could have run, and that's another thing to come anywhere. With he that. didn't bury them. Like no, he didn't. Ob- and obviously, gonna, you're, you're right. Obviously, he's not going to be in insincere in referencing them ever. One because he's not that kind of dude. Uh, but he's also not going to be that in the reverse, where he's just going to bury them because he thinks that's the cool thing. He's smarter than that, and he's also like, I think, and it, it's really uh, emblematic of how far he's come, I guess, emotionally, mentally, and the, regarding yeah. that whole thing, where he can recognize it for what it was and nothing else, almost like an emotionally detached perspective, where he recognizes you know, that was a place that I was and the impact it left me with was unhealthy and I wasn't healthy coming out of it, but it's not like, I'm not going to bury them about it. I'm not going to talk shit on them for it. Like he's, he's beyond that. He's grown past that. He's let that go because that's in the past and he's moved on and he is going to be moving on to a E fucking W yeah, I think he, he's back. He's back. I, I mean, because people have, have I, don't, I don't think criticized is the right word, but they, they pointed out how, like, you know, Miro, when he made his speech, it was, you know, he took a, a shot. I think maybe Paul White did as well. I don't think Christian Cage did. I don't think, I don't there think been a, There have been a couple of those WWE transplants. Cage who definitely didn't. Yeah, no. Eddie but, Kingston uh, did it on that dark taping or that post-show taping. Yeah. Yeah. Time. But I mean, there's, there's been one or two other but Kingston hadn't been there. I'm trying to think who he the other WWE was, but... signees did. Did Malachi black say, I don't know. Oh, maybe he didn't No, he didn't. Um, there's he, been some criticism he's, about he's how kind the, of the in the WWE... same boat where like he talked about it and obviously negative. Re- he recognized stuff that he thought could have been better or that he didn't like, or, you know, negative. He, he recognized the negative parts of it, but he, de- he didn't needlessly, he didn't go out of his way to fucking bash him. And he didn't say yeah. disparaging things about them. He just spoke, you know, he said it the way it was. Um, it was, yeah, it was a lot of the same way. It, it wasn't, you know, I just, I, WWE I think we and fuck those guys. Yeah, and like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was definitely yeah. what I think what punk did maybe was a, I don't want to say did damage. Um, I think it's, it's like you said, he was, 
he has taken stock of what is important and and what that that time was and where he's at now. Um, you know, I, I think it's story. I think it spoke yeah. volumes. Kind of what he didn't say, like is yep. what he didn't say is just as important as what he did. And there's there's an eloquence to to punk that I just miss. Like I've especially missed so as much. a speaker, dude. Yeah, like because um, even some of the goofy shit he did, you know, in in WWE, like you wouldn't have known how goofy he thought it was. You wouldn't have known how terrible he thought it was. You wouldn't right. have known how much he hated to do it because. He's so good at being, and believable. I mean, I, I totally missed. I missed straight edge society completely. Like I missed all of that. Um, oh, I oh, you missed it. I thought you I missed miss it. it. Like no, 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 no. I'm you I, long for it. You no, by the time it. I oh, you missed about, it, you skipped yeah. it. That was about the time uh, I, got I got back in. Was I, I skipped it as Nexus. it was happening? Yeah, I missed it as it was happening, but I watched it back. Uh, was he Nexus after that? He was Nexus. Uh, yeah, he was Nexus after that. Okay, I think that's I got him as a well, yeah, because he was like the tail end of his Nexus run was when he which was right John before, Cena, yeah, which was right, right before, before the, the summer of punk. Quote yeah, unquote. like that's that's when I got into it, and that, when I got back into wrestling was about that time, and I I was enamored <sighs> by him. He was one of the only new guys that, granted, oh, yeah. one of the only new guys they had, but he was one of the new guys that I was really enamored by because he he was so unique and different. Exactly, I had no idea his Ring of Honor history. Any I didn't either. I didn't either. Like when he cut that promo live, I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. But you you're darn sure that I looked it up when he was done. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it he's he's just he's just got it, man. And he's yeah. got so much of it. And you can and you can tell like the the batteries are recharged at this point. Like I think he's, he's motivated. You know, he's doing uh, it for the right reasons. He feels good yeah. about doing it. He's uh he's you know, I want to talk about like the brand and trust. He and Tony Khan did a media scrum yep. after the show. Uh, and he talked about how, like how AEW handled Brody Lee's illness and passing uh, gave him a lot of faith and trust in the company, you know, in, in interacting with them. And that um, there was, there was that he, he said that they talked, they've been talks for like a year and a half, almost two years now. Uh, but the, they did obviously the pandemic kind of pushed stuff back that they didn't sure. want to, he had to do this in front of fans. They weren't going to oh, just have Oh, him. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like them so. doing Taker's retirement without fans was the dumbest thing ever. And it would have been even dumber to do Punk returning without fans. Sure. So uh, I can't even, d- I can't even, <laughs> I cannot fathom. verbalize how dumb that would have been. Right. Like there's no words to adequately describe how bad of a decision that would have been. <laughs> right. Right. No, I, I mean, and they knew that they've done everything right. And, and yep. then to, to put the cherry on top, I mean, he gave out ice cream bars at the end, which was just I love that. It's so, so fucking perfect. And then imagine that I, a seven or actually, no, a 10 year long running joke. And that's the yeah, pay- can he, you was, he was talking about that before he got let go. He wanted what the a ice payoff. cream bars. The yeah. ice cream bars quote was from his 2011 run. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, a decade long inside joke. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it, everything, everything about how AEW handled this was perfect. Um, complete to having Darby Allen and staying up in the rafters. Um, I, I, honestly, which I'm fucking, a fan of that. 
CM I think Punk that's pretty cool. Like promoing in front of Sting in 2021, right? Is fucking nuts. Like, think about all of these things in wrestling that we are totally taking for granted right now because yeah. we do, like we just need to stop and take a step back <laughs> and look at some of these things that are happening right now. Like, what? Who wrote this shit? Like, you know what it's, I mean? It's really, it, and I've, I've talked about WWE's bubble. Like, it's so crazy that all the cool, amazing shit is happening so far outside that bubble. Not even that, like, all of it. Let's I mean, be honest here. Edge is back. Let's not forget. Edge just wrestled I mean, yes, last night. Yes, this is true. This is true. But I'm like, just saying. Don't, uh, don't get me wrong. That's not a credit to WWE, but it's happening <laughs> there. So No, but I think about the fact that like we there are so many avenues. Punk, Punk has said, he's like, I consider myself an AEW guy, but holy shit, he could go wrestle in ring of honor he could go wrestle Anywhere. in impact he can wrestle in fucking japan he like, could yeah. well and don't get me wrong the the place that it was going to do the biggest business was by far aew oh, wasn't sure, sure, even sure. a choice like no yeah maybe like obviously it might have done bigger business in wwe but that wasn't going to happen see so, i i like, dude i don't i man i don't know i don't think so i don't think wwe would give it the respect he would have come out and he would have had fucking and he would have been another one of the guys. Brock like would have come later. out and F5'd him or something at the end of his speech or whatever. Like they wouldn't well, have given no. it the reverence that that I, they wouldn't have. I I, I kind of understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just don't think I Tony Tony Khan, the way they treated that moment, they like they knew the reverence that CM yeah. Punk's return. And yeah. WWE is so brand they they won't let any one person get bigger than the brand, so it would yeah. have been however they could have capitalized on it. And it's, but that's, and I think AEW gets that they're that the guys who are as big as they possibly can be are the brand, and they right. are what make the brand. Um, yeah, and them I, being a part of the brand also makes the brand, and the brand gets bigger because of that, not because of yeah. the brand itself. And and working with these other promotions and highlighting them and and um, yeah, dude, there's there's so many there's so much awesome potential for this. Kenta freaking tweeted that he wanted. Oh, dude, I saw that. I was <laughs> I I I did the um the what's the gif where the dude who like he's off to the side and he kind of just blinks three times. He's like, oh, you know, like that. He raises his eyebrows and he's like, really, like. I did that except 10 times more exaggerative yeah. because dear God, I went on a, not too long ago, like a couple, maybe three or four weeks ago, I went on a huge Kenta Kobashi. Um, like uh, what's the word? Uh, binge. Rabbit hole. There we yeah. go. Yeah. And I, I watched one of his matches. I think it was from pro wrestling Noah against Kenta. Like when Kenta was younger Dude, (laughs) if that Kenta showed up anywhere in America, everybody's flipping their shit. Yeah, because that dude just like he just didn't give a fuck, man. (laughs) He just he's like indifferent. He's like, I don't give a shit how much of a badass anyone else thinks you are. I'm just going to walk up to you and smack you in the face. Like, oh, oh, that match would be so good. (laughs) It's. Jay White's in America right now. Yeah, Jay White just wrestled at Warrior Wrestling the other yes. night. 
Like shit is going crazy, dude. Crazy. It's uh it's a great <laughs> it's a time. time. It's a, it's a really good, time good time to be a wrestling fan and a great time to be involved in wrestling. It's it's all it's all good stuff. We've spent not all of it, but good. I I didn't it. I didn't get the time tracker, but I'm sure we're probably probably oh, near yeah. an hour and a half. And we haven't even talked Journey Pro happening. Uh, this Dude, weekend. we're so bad. <laughs> we're so bad at this. Journey Pro is literally this week, and we we've barely mentioned it. Oh well. Oh, to be God. fair, the last time we talked about the card, half the card changed <laughs> at the drop. This of a hat. is true. And uh, well, so I didn't want to jinx it. We let's talk about it here before we get too close to the end because I don't want anybody to just like turn us off early right before we get to talking about Journey. Um, uh, weekend of Journeys, guys, August 28th, Saturday. The show is sold out. It's at Lemonade Park. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it will be streamed what, live on see. Twitch. It will be streamed live on Twitch. Thank you, Mike. What's that Twitch account, by the way? What channel can they go to on Twitch.tv? That's going to be Twitch.tv slash Journey to Anarchy. That's the number two. That's right. Thank uh, you for reminding me. They they had a solid stream uh, for just... Steel Town Beatdown. They did. Uh, I, yes, I didn't get did. to watch all of it because we were watching Rampage. Me neither. Yeah, uh, but I did. I did watch some of it, and what I was watching was it was coming through very well. So yeah. that's good on them. Um, what uh, what what can we expect to see? on this Twitch stream or live at Lemonade Park if we bought tickets, which are already sold out. Yeah. So what it's been a hot ticket, too. I saw people on Twitter today. Uh, uh, Carrie Williams, who we, we interviewed a while back, a mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show, she was on the hunt for some tickets for some friends. Guys, we got besties versus the Seidel bros on this car. Yeah. Matt and Mike Seidel versus the besties in the world. Uh, we know, have Stallion Rogers challenging jeremy wyatt yeah for the his, Heritage his title. return appearance post nxt we have a debuting shug d versus everett connors on this card That's okay and we've also got the ticket to ride match Dead. That, don't forget thumbs and buns match? versus the hallets that, that shit we also have too. thumbs and buns versus the hallets God, uh, this and then, card is insane. And then, yeah, the Ticket to Ride match, which is, uh, again, has gotten some... Uh, it's featuring Gary J, Christian it. Rose, Heidi Howitzer, uh, uh, Trevor the, Aon, Darian Bankston, Darian Bankston, Frontman Jossie. Frontman Jossie-freaking-C, man. So God, there's... There's a about, ton, ton there's, of there's, going on a journey. Yeah, there's, and there's bound to be some more surprises within that. I would not... I would not... Uh, be surprised if this show trounced 78 weeks later. Yeah, I think, think so. about that. Hopefully think we'll actually that. get to watch and how and how good 78 weeks later was, guys. 78 weeks later was awesome. It was a good time, even though it was fucking hot. Uh it's, it's supposed temperatures are supposed to be really hot this week. I don't know what Saturday's um, looking like yet, but it's either. it's gonna be in the 90s. But we're outside, but we're outside. We're outside. And there's 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 shade, there's benches, there's open space, there's a little uh, bit of a breeze. Hopefully, we're gonna be okay. Theme is gonna be it's a beach uh, theme, so just show up in like you know a tank and some and some capris, and you're good. You got you got this, guys. <laughs> the Journey Pro Faithful, we're gonna show up and we're gonna show out. It's gonna be an awesome show. Weekend at Journeys, August 28th at Lemonade Park. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a banger. So. Uh, we'll be there. Um, 
uh, yeah, I, I, we're still getting kind of our plans ironed out. Uh, but I mean, we'll kind of do similar to what we did 70 weeks later. We'll probably have a little station set up and, and doing some recording. So feel free to come up and say, Hey, uh, we might get a impromptu interview with you. If you decide to kind of drop by and talk to us for a little bit, we were getting some fan interactions with the last show that was like pretty wicked. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I got to get another, we got to get another guy in there too. We got to get another Anaya moment in there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope we have him on again. Uh, we were, I, we were hoping to have Heidi on at some point to talk about the the match uh, before the show happened, and we couldn't get the schedules worked out. I'm hoping we get to talk to her at some point that day. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's I'm I'm excited. That's a that's a hell of a card, and. Uh, we're we're already getting rumblings about september i mean i'm i can't wait to see what that's true what's next it's it's weird being back in this rotation like we you know dallas it and i were talking like before we're just, we hit recording yeah it was like oh shit. It's, it's journey pro week dude so. we are we are approaching the last quarter of 2021 right i remember when the year started like it was <laughs> yesterday <laughs> dude it is, this shit it is, is bonkers. It is really flown by. Time's just a concept, man. It's just a construct. <laughs> that's what that's what the hipsters say. Flat circle, isn't isn't it? Um, I wouldn't know. So, yeah. so definitely, yeah. If you if you're not able to make it out there, if you didn't get your tickets ahead of time, go ahead and watch on Twitch. Um, it's gonna be great. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It'll it be, is gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So. We don't even know. Well, no, we know you're in the Ticket to Ride match. We do, we only, yes. We, we do. Uh, so I think we only know about half of the participants in that. Oh, we, yeah. At, Walter tells me 14, most. so we we have like six or seven right now. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be great. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Uh, best of luck to you, Dallas. Let's hope you Thanks, get some Thanks, man. Good I feel like I'm going to need it knowing yeah, I'd like the to field see that you, I do now. It's a tough – I. I would like to see you win the thing, but man, you've got a, a tough gauntlet to go through. Uh, I hope I, you don't I might draw not. number one. I might not. I get. I might draw lucky number fourteen and uh, be That's the last true. one and get someone who's really dog tired. Hopefully, so we'll see. <laughs> that's that's what. We'll Although I don't know how much of a win is it because then I get to wrestle Wyatt, who will probably kill me. <laughs> so, man, I didn't think you, I didn't it might. Think you about might this. wrestle Stallion Rogers. There's a chance. I mean, that's that's Stallion will kill me too. What do you mean? Ah, <laughs> <sighs> well, okay. I'm nervous well, now. At the at the very least, I'm I excited, I hope you but now get, I'm petrified. <laughs> get yourself a couple couple pinfalls, couple tickets. Get yourself that that first round buy. Uh, so then you have you have a week to take off, and you'll I have you'll to win the to most tickets to get the buy. The most tickets. I have to win more tickets than Gary J and Christian hey, Rose. Then frontman Josh C, and Trevor just, Aon or Heidi Howitzer, or you know, it's a it's a couple schoolboys. That's all you got to do is just roll a couple people up, catch them off guard, and boom, you're you're just gonna line them up. That's <sighs> that's always my plan. Whenever whenever I play these these multi person well, matches so. in WWE, is I roll out of the ring, I let them beat up the, the no, piss out of each other. this isn't like that. This isn't like that. It's a gauntlet, so it's a series oh, it's of one v one. He's not rumbling. Okay. No. Uh, it's, a it's a series of one. Yeah, games. I don't. I don't have a strategy for you there. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Thanks, Mike. Just Appreciate come in. And, 
just just Brock Lesnar and just F five everybody just as they Ooh. run in just F five and you know. Yep. <laughs> well, be- best of luck to you. E- either way, I'd let's Thanks, get man. Some, let's get some pitfalls. Let's get you in the fucking tournaments. Um, dude, I want to do a tournament so bad. <laughs> I've been and I've been telling like some uh, smaller promotions that I've worked for in the past. Like, hey, if you guys are ever doing like a one night tournament, please, for the love of God, book me in that tournament. I, dude, one night tournaments are so cool, <laughs> aren't they? I and, can't wait for theirs, and I don't even yeah. know. I don't think it's going to be a one night tournament. I, I don't I believe it's going to be. They're going to spread it out over the they're rest. Spread of the it year. over three, like three three shows, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, this is crazy. This, we don't even know how big these brackets are going to be. No, let the let the games begin. So uh, I think our well, Midwest goodbye. Yeah, it is to, our Midwest. It's it's yep. not any easier having one less person either. I know. I Kevin know, Kevin's usually angry at this point, so he's kind of pushing <laughs> this to get out of here. He's like, all right, guys, come on. Bring it on, let's go. Poor Kev. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, he, he should be there with us at Journey Pro this weekend. I, th- I think everything will be okay at that point, but certainly, uh, you know, Good, good wishes and good vibes, Kev's way. I'm sure he would appreciate it. So, be well uh, wishes and good vibes. I'm sure. I'm sure mm. it is. I don't, how know. do you how do you make a how good you, or a bad wish? What constitutes I mean, there's a bad, bad wish? wish. No, there's you can wish for something bad, bad but that doesn't make it. A no, bad no, no, no. But I mean, there are bad wishes too, where you like, like, oh man, I wish I had a cheeseburger right now. Like that's kind of a fucked up waste of a wish. That's a. I mean, well, are we talking genie wishes here? Are we talking about? wishing upon i assumed a star. we were talking genie what, what other kind of fucking wishes are there wishing upon a star brother we live in a disney world here those are space genies <laughs> well with that we got the title of the show <laughs> those are space <laughs> genies man <laughs> you know side would appreciate that I, maybe I think so. Maybe yeah, that's, that's sure. some enlightenment, is it not? For sure. I mean, those are just space third, genies, third eyes watching the space genies. Oh shit! Fuck. Yeah, we gotta get the fuck out of here. We gotta wrap this. So, um, Dallas, thank you for 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 being my crutch for this week Dude, with Kevin being out. Of course, man. Um, Thanks so, for having me yeah, as, a, as a third of the show. <laughs> man, you stepped up. You were you, you did you did. Brother, I'm all about 50, stepping up. You're I'll you're step 33.3. Let's, let's get some Steiner math in this. You're 33.3% oh, of the, the hosts on the show, but repeating, today, of you, course, you 50%. Uh, a whole so half. If you put that, that's a what 17 point percent difference that you worked this week. Um, <laughs> I don't know where wow. I'm going. This is I'm this impressed. is this is Midwest math. It's all fucked up. Is it 12 percent. Actually, 30, no, no, it was no, yeah, you're right. Plus 17 I don't know why I went I down to 25. <laughs> I went down I mean, to 25 for some I mean, reason. Well, it's because we have Walter on the show what so the much. Hell? He might as well be the, you know, That's one true. quarter of it. I don't, I don't. So, yeah. Um, All right. Midwest. Goodbye. Part done. two. We're All done right, guys. Folks. I promise. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Listen to us. Uh, hopefully we will see you at weekend at journeys. Uh, if you're not able to make it out there or watch the show, Uh, We will be back here next week. And as always, later, nerds.